Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live from the Tower, your weekly Destiny show. We're your host, Phantom and Zeph. Hey. Hey. And we got another light twab, so we're just gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit of Crucible this week, a little bit of King's Fall this week, and uh, maybe that'll be it. We'll see. We'll see where we go. How you're doing today, Zeph? I'm tired, but I'm here. Big, big mood. Big mood. I accidentally fell asleep as soon as I came home from work, and then I woke up and I was like, oh, I gotta play this week's story because I haven't done that yet. Can't do a Destiny show without keeping up to date. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, right off the bat, we're not gonna get your hopes up. If you didn't read TWAB, some numbers, that's about it. Nothing... It's kind of short. Nothing major. And, and I have a feeling that this will be the case for a long time until they're probably ready to tease festival of the lost and by that i think they'll just slap us a screenshot of the mech armor and then tell us how to get candy again and that'll be that uh i will say that i have loki been waiting for the festival of the lost trailer like all year because the festival of the lost trailer is normally very good i don't know why it brings me so much joy but it is definitely like a highlight. Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's one of those destiny events that has uh, risen from its own ashes. Mm -hmm. Remember the festival of the cost? Sure. Yeah. The, the, the beginning when it, everyone hated it and now mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, it's okay. Not terrible. It's pretty good. No. We'll probably be lost sectors again. Like last year, fill up the little book. I don't see sure. them changing it a, 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 like two years in a row. Hopefully it's different lost sectors, but it's probably going to be the same activity. Dude, it's going to be haunted pirate lairs, ghost pirates. I mean, I'm okay with it. That sounds dope. <laughs> Let's do that. Yeah, I mean, you know. Like that one uh, Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal vid comics. Robot pirate ghosts. Who's going to believe that? <laughs> Seems like Festival of the Lost, speaking of it, is going to be dropping October 18th. Wow, that's, uh, why do I feel like that's late? Uh, I mean, the season is actually fairly long, right? So even after Festival culminates, we've got a couple weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. I guess I've been getting in my own head because I haven't played it at all. And I remembered that I, like, just barely made it to rank 100 last season. So I'm in my head, like, Oh, I'm never going to hit rank 100. Oh, no, what am I going to do? You've got so much time this I season. I know. And we have another season after this, yeah? Correct. From probably the end of November all the way through Lightfall. Very beginning of December. There we go. Yeah. Because the last actual reset of this season is November 29th. Is it really? And then the, yeah, then the following reset the sixth will be um yep right and that'll take us through all four weeks of december yeah all four weeks of january and then, and then most of february right now are they launching late falls what the 21st or the 28th i think it's the 21st i want to say i could be wrong I'm i may. could be wrong on that i'm i think i'll just be getting back from mexico that's gonna be a mexico. while mexico all right so they open up Twab talking about Battle Eye, which great, good. We like Battle Eye. Mm -hmm. Now that it's in the game, nobody ever notices it, but it's there. So protect your accounts and all that stuff. It's a silent protector. There we go. On to Banner. Hooray. And Eruption. So now they start off talking about rituals, and I thought they were going to announce that Banner's going to be here more times than twice a season but no ah, you thought i thought i was wrong but um I, i'm just gonna touch on the the rituals part and then Zeph's gonna take the helm for the actual matchmaking and controlling and all that good stuff so the numbers are up in banner they've noticed that um they've noticed that it's progressively getting more and more players as the event continues um so that's a good thing they like what they see which means banner is probably going to stay to twice a season 
Uh, that being said, I could see Trials of Osiris also going to a less frequent model into the near future. I feel like it subtly already has. Has it? I, I just I just feel like like Banner is one week, and then every week in between Banner is Trials, and then Banner is like the last week. So it. we've had more trials, right? But I would say with extenuating circumstances, right? We're about to have our first trials weekend of the season, and we're four weeks in. Are we really? That's crazy. Yep. Well, I guess we also had the raid race. We had the raid race, we had Banner, and now this. So, like, again, trials. extenuating circumstances, but I feel like we did get kind of like a shadow nerf to trial. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing that, and we'll talk about that as you talk about control and interruption, but they've been kind of slipping things in mm -hmm. without telling anybody or noticing. So, uh, the one thing before Zeph does take over is there was a scoring bug in Banner where shutdown points are being awarded for each damage participant, but that's not intended, and that means that uh, point swings were happening uh, way harder than initially yep. intended so yeah that was noticeable let me tell you it was not a couple points <laughs> uh so for eruption itself it actually took me a little bit to kind of just figure it out and play with it and i'm gonna say initially out of the gate i was kind of like not really a fan uh, but then, you know, I took some time, I thought about it, and realized that I was playing the game mode in a way that it did not want to be played. And once I started being a little more aggressive, once I started just, like, fully embracing the death ball spirit of the matches, it became a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, so I mm -hmm. would say, like a lot of people have already stated, it encourages players to be aggressive. It encourages you to play make, but it also encourages you to team shoot. Encourages you, encourages you to play with your team because if you can slay out, great. Uh, but then eventually, there's the whole sparking and primed thing where they're gonna get wall hacks on you. You know, they will see you coming if you try to just go around by yourself. Eventually, you will lose, and that's gonna cost your team points. And in the case of that bug that Phantom was just talking about. Uh, all the points that you could have potentially just slayed out and gotten your team, you could lose them literally instantaneously if you just try to be the lone gun. Um, you know, I almost... I mean, I didn't play it, but I almost feel like... Maybe not to the extent that it happened, but I feel like that makes the mode more unique if it, if it stayed that way, because you you have that m much greater risk versus reward mm -hmm. where it's like, you just slayed out and you just put us like, it's a hundred to 10 or a hundred to 30, let's say. And then you screw up and get too aggressive and you, you know, you get killed six V one. And now it's like, Oh man, all of them tagged you. Oh, it's now a hundred to hundred. Good job, dummy. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, I didn't play. So, so you played the mode. It was fun. What, uh, what else is going on? Because I know they talk about matchmaking. So, as far as matchmaking itself, uh, they were talking about the scoring issues, and then later on they're talking about those matchmaking times, how they've been extended. Uh, so, on average, they were saying, quote, that it's only increased by about 10 to 15 seconds, but then if you're on either end of the extreme of the skill, bracket however they're measuring that and they did that in a previous Schwab that yeah you're going to experience longer wait times but if you're closer towards the middle not like if you're dead in the center I'm not calling everybody mid but more or less it's having an easier time matching people who are closer together and then if you're in the extremes it'll take much much longer it also has to take into account latency uh, we've been seeing a lot of clips of folks and we've heard anecdotal evidence of people where they've been playing people who are just in like the fifth dimension i had a couple people when i was playing banner who i very clearly had the kill in hand or very clearly had the person in front of me and then all of a sudden not only did i not get the kill but i was dying to a person behind me so the latency, it, 
there were a lot of issues with that. That mm-hmm. was apparent. I wouldn't say it was... I think you had to play a lot, a lot, a lot of games to make it feel rampant. But it was definitely at least, like, one player per game. You know, very noticeable. Yeah, and I feel But like... it wasn't half the people in the lobby, you know? I feel like that's been a problem with Crucible for a long time. Mm-hmm. Where it's just it's just one person. Right. One person like every game or every other game. Yeah. That paired with shotguns not registering bullet spread, which we know mm-hmm. is an active problem in the game. That paired with, you know, all the other gun problems, airborne effectiveness, what have you. That's been part of the reason Crucible has been dragged down. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Bungie capitalizes on this momentum of, hey, people like Drift. Okay, cool. They fixed Drift. It's not as shitty as when it as when it came out last season, right? People like Eruption. I'm sure when Eruption comes back the second time, it won't be, you know, it'll be less shitty. And I use shitty as just an adjective. I'm not saying the game mode itself is shitty, but, you know, the experience will be better because of what they've implemented and what they've learned. So. So, yeah, latency. I hate that's the one thing that always gets me. There's usually always one person, uh, and it doesn't sound like a lot, but it can be enough to swing a lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also are talking about the quitter penalties. Oh, boy. Uh, yep. And I'm gonna, just going to read this section. So, quote, we're aware that there's been an increase in quit rates for certain lobbies, whether due to connection quality or skill of, of opponents matched, particularly high skill players. While we hope that the above changes alleviate the quitting issue, we would like to actively discourage quitting as it can negatively impact the remaining players. As such, we have added control to the list of activities that can trigger the Crucible suspension system. Note that suspension timers for control are temporarily shared with competitive playlists, Glory and Trials. We are actively working on separating the suspension timer for competitive versus control. And this has been kind of a hot-button issue of, oh, it's supposed to be the casual playlist. Why am I getting a suspension? Uh, Why am I getting this completion restriction? You know, if I'm quitting, why is there a penalty in the casual playlist? And on one hand, I empathize. On the other hand, it's really not that deep. You are getting your loot either way. Uh, If you're really trying to preserve your KD or, you know... Have that experience, it's not that deep. It's really not that deep. You can just go in and just play the game mode. Truly, if you want to be casual in the control playlist, go be casual. Nobody is saying don't be casual, you know? Uh, And then, sure, you bring up, but then we have to fight SPMM. Okay, but if you want to play casually, play casually, you know? Yeah. It's, I, um, for me, I'm on the side of it's not that deep. I can count on one hand, probably, the amount of times I've actually left a Crucible match in D2, Um, regardless of whether I've been being stomped or, you know, and those times, I think, it's because my fire team had assembled and it was time to do an activity. But normally, I will pretty much always stick it out, even if it is very clearly a losing fight and I'm about to get my teeth kicked in because Mm -hmm. it's not that deep it's not that deep i get my loot either way and it's a game you know um i think i am probably on the rare side where i'm like awesome quitter penalties you know because it it doesn't when you leave because you're like oh i just want to have a casual experience or oh i don't enjoy this map blah 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 whatever your reasoning is right You are now creating a negative experience for somebody else on because you're leaving, right? Uh, so no, I don't enjoy every Crucible game I'm in. I absolutely don't. I largely have a positive experience when I'm playing PvP, right? Because it is still a game, and if, it's, if I'm not having fun, I literally do just do something else. But I largely have a positive experience in PvP. There are some games where I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, ever again. Uh, but you have to think about the other people you're loading in with. You have to be considerate of their experience too. 
Yeah. Uh, it's not fair to them just to be like, oh, I don't like this map. I'm out. And now they're playing 5v6. Probably That's until the, the end of the match. Probably until the end of the match because of the backfill. You know, the backfill will work where it's like, now it's 150 to 62. And it's like, oh, uh, XX Hot Dog Lord 95 has joined just in time to get the rewards you know like yeah it's that's that's one of the things i i think that's another growing pain with crucible is we because you and i have been on both sides of this we have been on Mm -hmm. comp games where like half the enemy team leaves right and it's just like Mm -hmm. all right we're going boys stomp them it's like yep they want to stay okay gg and and we've had the good sports where they'll just emote in the back and we'll go up to them and emote and just Mm -hmm. Have fun on them. But we've also had matches where it's our our team just drops. You know, with yep. with supers, they just leave. Yep. And we and we sit there and have to climb up a mountain in reverse in a snowstorm during a hurricane season. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to hold our own until somebody gets logged in. And I hope that's something they're working on on the back end that they're just not telling us about. Right. So what I'll say, and some a valid point to this, right, is what if my connection isn't good, right? What if I'm playing and my connection isn't good and I get booted out of the lobby and now I have a quitter penalty? To which I would say you would have to be doing that a lot to the point where, like, this is not a surprise to you. Uh, you actually have to disconnect a lot, a lot, a lot because of connection for that quitter penalty to start kicking in, in which case, like, you are just being stubborn. You know you are the problem. If it's a one-off, that sucks. I'm genuinely sorry if that sucks, but, like, if you just keep queuing and you just keep disconnecting, maybe call for the night. Uh, the other thing is, like, well, what about the rest of us who have lives, you know, and just can't, like, sit down for a whole Crucible game, and I'm like, Again, genuinely, I'm sorry. Maybe don't queue while you have stuff to do. You know? Like, manage your time better. I'm sorry if you only get these seven minutes on a Wednesday afternoon at 4.57 p.m. But, like, if you know you have stuff to do, sit in orbit until that stuff is done. Or don't log in until that stuff is done. And then enjoy a streamlined experience. But don't make your team suffer for like, oh, now I have to get up all of a sudden. That's also inconsiderate. You know? Um, Do you think... For the... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Finish your point. Finish your point. Because I have a question. I... It's just for people... I felt like a disingenuous argument to me, right? Of just using the old... It's kind of a whataboutism, you know, and using it with the front of the common person and trying to use that experience when really it falls flat in my mind. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Now, do you think this will affect time um, like uh, boot to orbit, you know, like t- timing out and stuff? where you're just inactive, do you think you'll just be slapped on the wrist with a quitter penalty because the game can't tell the difference? Probably. But again, I would say if you are... That would have to be happening a lot, mm-hmm. right? You would have to be consistently AFK at the start of every match, in which case your fire team will probably get fed up with you if you're in a team of just like, okay, just... Hey, are you done with whatever you're doing? Just join us whenever you're done, you know? Uh, if you're playing solo and you're going AFK every match because you just have something to do, uh, maybe don't queue into Crucible until you're done with that thing. Finish it faster and then relax. You know. <laughs> so, so does this? Okay, so because I don't, I don't fully understand how often this happens. And and for people at home who haven't played Crucible, do you get slapped on the wrist your first offense, or is this like two, three, four games in, then you get slapped with your offense? Uh, you get a warning initially, right? But it's not on your first game of like, hey, get out of here. You know, like, Mm -hmm. no, it's you kind of got to be doing it to get that actual suspension. All right. That makes sense. So, okay, this uh, we need to talk about this. Uh, there is no way there are this many maps in Crucible still. (laughs) There's no way this many maps still exist in the game. And I'll tell you why is because I can name. The same five maps you and I get every time we play. Ready? 
Disjunction. Altar of Flame. Jav. Widow's Court. We've gotten Eternity since they brought it back. Bannerfall. Midtown. Mauled Haven. Burnout. And I think I've gotten an anomaly once. There's no way these other maps like this this waiting system. So for everyone at home, Bungie basically said, uh, outside of one map, we don't see any predictable difference in quit rate between maps. So while we will be making changes to map waiting soon, we don't see this as a major factor in quit rate. While we have always weighted new maps higher in a couple of seasons, we also started specializing playlist maps, starting with control. We used a number of factors. Okay, so this is strictly for people quitting. In the interest of transparency, this is how they weight maps for control. They want you to have Disjunction and Cathedral of Dusk up first because they're the two new maps. And then the these are the maps they want you to play most of the time. Fragment, Twilight Gap, Rusted Lands, Distant Shore, Endless Veil, The Fortress, Radiant Cliffs, Pacifica, Altar of Flame, Jav 4, Widow's Court, Vostok, Eternity. Um, now, I always forget the name, so there are two more maps. The one, it was the D1 map that you hate that used to be in the Black Garden. Which one is uh, that? Oh, you're talking about Convergence? No, no, is now is that convergence? The D one map that used to have now it now it has a Nessus side, and like an IO side. Yeah, the waterfall, right? Yeah, waterfall. Waterfall has heavy. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's convergence. Okay, so that one. We Either way, have... I hate fragment yeah, and yeah, convergence. Yeah, yeah, we get we get that one now. Then there's the one from D two, which is Nessus, where B is out on that like platform, and mm-hmm. uh, what is it like C is in the cave. And A is in the cave. Well, we've gotten that one. That may be... I think that's Endless Veil. Uh, but, like, I've since they brought it back, I haven't played on... Vo- like, I just, I've never gotten Vostok, right? And I'm just talking about all game modes, across all game modes. Uh, right. The 1D1 map where Heavy... I'm trying to remember. B is in, like, this little tiny, like, shack in the middle of the map. Uh, B is outside. There's the the tr- the the train car. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's that's like you're talking about Vostok right now. No, 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 no. This is um, it's not Twilight Gap because Twilight. You're talking Gap... about Exodus Blue yeah, or Rust Plant? Uh, okay. I think Exodus Blue. I don't know. I'd have to look them up. Twilight Gap is the one where I'm trying to remember. It's this. the phone booth. It's got the party room. Yeah, that's where Heavy is. Heavy's underneath the map. And you yeah. all jump down. Yeah, yeah, That's Twilight Gap. I know that one. This one is... I'm trying to think. So, the one side of the map is just a long inside corridor, and the flag is at the end side. And then there's that, that little tube that leads outside. That's Exodus Blue. There you go. Okay. Uh, so, I've gotten that one, too. But, like, half these other maps, I haven't seen in, like, two years. And, uh, and Bungie's I've gotten like, each of these at least once, but I can definitely feel the waiting. Yeah, okay. That, see, you and I can agree, but you also... And to be fair, you, you have been playing more Crucible than me. But of all the Crucible I've played, especially when Rift was here, mm-hmm. we know for a fact Rift, all it was was Disjunction, Bannerfall, uh, Convergence, we agreed. That it was, was Midtown. And, midtown for uh, Rift and mid and uh, Midtown. Wait, no, I'm no, sorry. It was Bannerfall. It was Bannerfall. It was, uh, yeah, it was Bannerfall. It was Bannerfall. My mistake. Midtown would have been nuts. I would not have enjoyed that. Eruption on Midtown. It was a mixed bag. Um, a lot of eruption. I stand by the statement that I made at the beginning of the week, where eruption is more fun in a phone booth. Anything mm-hmm. where you have like the long, long lanes. It becomes so easy to be like, oh, that person has their sparking or they're primed. Let's literally just run to the back of the spawn and wait for them to explode. Do you know? Oh, yeah. So, like, I, I don't see it fun on Jav 4 because Jav has really long lanes. 
Uh, Jav, the inside, it's not so bad. Like, the long lane, sure, it's yeah. not that bad. But really, like, the main offenders were, again, disjunction, go sit in the corner. Um, Midtown. I could see Widow's Court being atrocious. Uh, yes and no. Because when you take out the objective and when you have six people on a team, when you have, like, 12 people in there, it mm-hmm. actually surprisingly becomes kind of a phone booth. It's it only feels really empty when it's 3v3. Did you did you play it on Burnout? Yeah, that was that was nutty. That, a that lot of action inside. Titan apes just running around, warlocks instant transmissioning. Yeah. That sounds fun. I, I really think that's fun. Um so I think I think this is and I've said this a lot for different things, but I think this is indicative of the fact that Crucible has gone through so many changes because some of these maps were designed specifically for objective. So like we'll take Midtown and like the trials maps. Mm-hmm. If memory serves, those were specifically at least Midtown was specifically designed for countdown. Pretty much. Yeah. Like that would not be an inaccurate statement. So now control feels clunky because of where they have. Mm hmm. I think C, right? Or whatever. Yeah, C. Because A is on the one spawn, B is in the the rug shop, mm-hmm. and C is on the, the other spawn. Mm. So, like, that feels clunky there. You know, all these other game modes. Jav 4 works really well with control, just because of how they have the lanes set up. So, so you said you felt the weight, right? You felt the weight of these maps. Mm-hmm. How does... How do you? How does it feel like to to now see and go, huh? This is how it's weighted. Does does this weighting line up with your experience playing Crucible for, especially because you played uh, a lot of stuff to get ready for comp towards the end uh, of last season? Generally, generally, this is how it felt. I think, however, it is extremely funny that we just got two new Crucible maps after all this time, and then we got rid of three. Oh, that's right. They or got not rid of... rid of three, but I mean, it says removed right there from the waiting. Right, I mean, so... I find that extremely funny. So you can, so you'll no longer get uh, control on anomaly, cauldron, and mm-hmm. convergence. Yeah, we got it during um, survival last season, but like when I was playing eruption, I actually, yeah, no, I we played eruption on cauldron. That sounds Didn't play it on convergence though, and I think I don't think we got anomaly, but I distinctly remember the doors on Cauldron. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. I've definitely had a, a handful of control matches on Maldhaven, so the fact that mm-hmm. Pacifica's above Maldhaven, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But again, I ha- I don't I don't think I've played enough where I can definitively say, oh, this waiting is completely off. But it's just. I mean, you you have you have this waiting. This is just for control. So they're not telling us how it's weighted for the rotator modes, right? And how it's weighted for elimination, rumble, and uh, was it survival? Right, survival is the yep. competitive mode. So this is this is great for someone who plays only control. Right. And I know they've touted control as like, this is the game mode. This is the this is the the epitome of Destiny Crucible. This is the mode everyone should know. This is our bread and butter. If you ask me. Bring back supremacy, right? Bring back like. I've never been a fan of having one rotating playlist. Like, so you have one rotating game mode each week. And if it's not the one you enjoy playing and you don't have a team, so you don't want to play control or survival and you're, you're not into three V three elimination or rumble, then, you know, and I, I I know this is a minority of people. So I I do want to preface that. I'm not saying that this is the majority of people, but to log in and be like, you know what? I'm really feeling crucible today. And to not have the option of, just going into a playlist where you could get your favorite mode 
there's been plenty of times where I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to play Crucible. Scorched? Nah, no thanks. Or what's the other one? Um, I don't know. There's another rotator they just added recently that I'm not a not the biggest fan of. So when I see that instead of like mayhem, not momentum. Ah, uh, eh. Momentum's okay. It's not my favorite. I'm saying that based on skill though, because I'm mm. I'm dog water at Crucible, so it's just constant drop. That's why I never really play Rumble unless it's mm-hmm. like a bounty. Because I get just, it's just it's too much. I miss. I'm gonna be honest with those out there. I miss countdown. Y'all can uh, hate on me all yeah. you want. I think it's probably time in the near future for that to actually come back. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how they'll implement it, but I think that um probably a good idea. I think honestly. Besides having just a quick play playlist that has, right? We'll throw this out there. Here's your quick play playlist. It has mm-hmm. Clash. It has Mayhem. It has Scorched. It has Momentum. It has Control. I think doing it singly each week, it's like, oh, this gives us an excuse to make seasonal challenges that you can only do this week or, you know, like X amount of weeks out of the season. And and we have our own thoughts and opinions on the challenge model and, and all that stuff, but that's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is you say you do a quick play playlist. Control, momentum, clash, mayhem, scorched. Mm-hmm. Um and then you do you do a competitive, like a proper competitive playlist where it rotates between survival, showdown, and countdown. And you make all those game modes for V4. Because if you make Countdown the weekly rotator, I don't I think I think that that'll just that would suffer, right? Unless you stick a challenge sure. on it and all these people are gonna be like, oh, let's go do it. What do you think? Do you think do you think having a four V four playlist and then like a six V six playlist and then just have elimination and rumble be off to the side? Uh, honestly, I think it might be an easier thing because then you're going to get into the too many playlists problem. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. it might be better to just have a consolidated playlist of like, here are all the fun modes and it randomly puts you into one of those fun modes. Okay. But then by doing that, what would you, so will you just keep survival by itself? So you have three separate nodes for three different modes and then just a first for, for yeah, lack of a better term, can, quick play playlist. Uh, I think controls in a weird place right now where I like the idea of survival being the competitive playlist mm-hmm. um, instead of it shuffling between objectives of like, oh, man, you know, like. I hope it's survival this time instead of countdown. I like that competitive is you know what you are going in for, right? That's, that's fair. That's those are fair. two different play styles, but controls kind of in a weird place of like this is supposed to be the gateway into PvP. Uh, so that needs to stay for right now. Um, but I think that third playlist literally would just like rotate through all the quote unquote fun modes of oh, mm-hmm. is it going to be scorched? Is it going to be mayhem? Is it going to be momentum? You know, like what is it going to be? I'm just in here for the roulette. Yeah, I think, you know, honestly, I think they could get away with, say they want to keep a rotating weekly playlist, right? Momentum, Mayhem, Showdown, Scorched, if they ever bring back Supremacy, Rift, which we know is getting into the rotation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Zone Control, or whatever that one is. Yeah. And then, instead of just being like, Here's control. What if they just made one playlist that was control, clash, mayhem? And those are just like the three core crucible modes that are like the most accessible that everyone can pick up. Everybody loves mayhem. Like, have you met a, have you, cause you play with a bunch of different discords and a bunch of different groups. You have your feelers out everywhere. Have you mm-hmm. met someone that does not like Mayhem? I've met a couple of people who don't like Mayhem. Really? Yep. 
Uh, maybe I'm. Am I in the minority? Uh, you're not in the minority, but I mean, it's not everybody likes mayhem. I will tell you that. That's fair. I don't know. These are just ideas. We're not game devs. We do not have the education. Okay, so that's that's the weighted matchmaking. Uh, then they go to talk about Fall Guys. Hooray! We can get some crossovers. You'll get the Warlock, Titan, and Hunter costumes, which are the D2 vanilla armor sets. You'll also get the Spicy Ramen Celebration, which I assume is an emote, and the Ghost Shell wearable, whatever that means. Fall Guys is a pretty fun game. I have not played it in a very long time since it launched. I know they just did like a massive update where they have like a new version of it out. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely would want to check it out. I'm glad there are helmets because in the initial trailer that you saw the little bean eyes. Yep. And I, it did not look as good. So, Mr. Master Raider, because you're going to go for Kingslayer and you're definitely going to get it before me. What's what's going on with Master? Uh, well, they went back to basically doing it on power level again, so it's going to be 1600 uh, instead of just making it contest. Um, Good. But it's basically the same as it ever was. And that, you know, you've got to get that artifact grind and then do the challenge and there's going to be a stat-focused armor at the end, same as it ever was. Yay. So, I mean, I... I have mixed thoughts about it, but Honestly, I'm not that worried about Master King's Fall. Hold on. Hold on. Are you telling me the only way to get adept or quote-unquote time-lost weapons? In- uh, harrowed weapons. Har- is that what they're called? Harrowed weapons? Yep. yep. The only way to do them is by doing the Master Challenge? Yeah. Was that how it was for Vault? Yep. I don't like that. <laughs> I never noticed that. No, 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 no. I didn't know that. I thought you didn't you know did... that. No, I thought you got time lost weapons from doing Master Vog. No, you do the challenge, which puts them in your loot pool, and then you can buy more of them at the end. But oh, otherwise, no. it just drops armor. Yeah, I definitely hate Master Raids now. Screw that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Listen, listen. I'm not. I know I'm a filthy casual, but it may shock all of you. And I have receipts. I've I did D1 hard mode raids. Okay. Under uh, this whole time, I thought you just got time lost weapons from doing Master Vog because of how much a kick in the pants Master Vog was. I didn't no. know they made you do challenges on top of that. Yep. No, I'm sorry. I I stand by now more than ever. Uh, their Master Raid system is not fun. It does not good. I'm gonna say it right now. What do you mean? You agree with me. Don't 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 be coy with me, Spider. What do you mean? So like I mean, honestly, the only real problem I have with it, and it's not even like a problem for me, it's just kind of a gripe, is um I don't like that you can overlevel a master raid. You would have to really, really try, but like I would agree with it just being kind of a contest mode instead. I, I'm of the mind where I think you should be able to get to a comfortable level, right? Where it's not because from what you told me, day one Master Vog, and even to this day, Master Vog is a pain in the ass. Uh, less so just because we've gotten even more powerful, but yeah, it's, it's more just like forced to be tedious. Whereas if you contest mode... If you had the right gear, if you had a good team, you were getting through contest mode. And to all those of you who did not finish day one contest, sorry, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. didn't. I'm not calling you a scrub. Like, it was genuinely very hard, but also it was fair. You know, it became an ammo check. But if you know, if you knew that going into it this time, uh, I guarantee you, you would make the necessary changes. You would see more people clear the quote unquote contest mode, uh, especially because it's not limited to 24 hours. Whereas now, if people can over-level it or get closer to that level, uh, they're going to take that into account and just, like, toss way more BS into it than needs to be there. Right? I was tempted to attempt for Kingslayer because that's that's what we thought the title was going to be, you know, way Mm. back when we started theorizing about it. That's an awesome title. 
Kingslayer. Yep. Like it should be nothing else. Um, but now that I know that you have to be plus, so what is it? Fifteen seventies max power right now. What is? What are we talking? What's max power? Fifteen eighty. Uh, yeah, fifteen eighty is pinnacle. Okay, so you got to be twenty levels over just to be not one shotted. I mean, that's pretty doable. If you've right. been playing super consistently at this so, point, you should be ready next week to go into Master King's Fall. No, no, no. That, should. That, asterisk. That's, that's what I don't have. I, you know, that's not the problem I have. They're saying here, powerful cap plus 30, right? Mm-hmm. You mentioned grind your relic because mm-hmm. that's what we need. More grinding of, uh, you know, power ceiling, more power creep. But the fact that you just mentioned they're going to take advantage of knowing players, especially their hardcore community, which is all the streamers, all the content creators, all these day one guilds. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, they're probably all going to be like 1600 by this time this comes out. So we're going to throw like 15 champions in the raid and just turn enemy density up to 12, which normally. Enemy density, I don't mind, because to be fair, like totems is kind of enemy dense and then every other encounter really isn't surprisingly. But the fact that we know that nobody likes champions because it's basically rock, paper, scissors, and it's an added thing that people have to deal with. Um, the fact that timing is so tight, it just, like you said, it, 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 it sounds to me, because I haven't done it yet, but it sounds like it just makes everything more tedious and not fun. And like, bash your head against the wall instead of like hey this was tough but it was really fun to push ourselves i don't know mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's just me you you like pain with your you know heavy is the weight emblem right sure but i guess when when i hear you describe especially from seeing you and listening to you talk about master vog and now knowing that I don't even get adept weapons unless I do the challenge mode on top of that. It's like, why am I going to bash my head against the wall? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, when Zeph says that, you know I'm not talking out of my ass and I'm actually on to something for once. Uh, I think there is, they've built their own barrier to entry, which is both a honestly a good thing and a bad thing i think that the end game does need a little bit of bolstering here and there mm-hmm. um and th- this is something i go back and forth on you know i think everybody should be able to try everything right i don't necessarily if i agree that everyone should be able to complete everything no i agree i do agree 100 percent, but to me, this just deters me from even wanting to try. Fair. Because what used to be, hey, if you do hard mode, you get special armor, you get mm-hmm. adept weapons, you get a special shader, right? You you had these these rewards that were different from normal mode. Mm-hmm. But now all this is is straight from the horse's mouth. You can focus your armor for endgame builds. And if you do the challenge on top of getting your teeth kicked in, you can get an adept weapon. Yep. And the crafted weapon is honestly probably going to be better. Yeah, well, that it wasn't that how it was for Val? Wasn't, uh, the, yeah. wasn't the crafted fusion rifle the best version of the fusion rifle in the, in, in the whole range? Still is. Still yeah, is. So, so this is like... I know... People and Bungie, they want endgame content to be pinnacle content. I understand that and I agree. Pinnacle content should be just that. I don't expect to play World of Warcraft and go into Mythic Ice Crown Citadel during Wrath... Or, you know, not Mythic Ice Crown Citadel. Um, what's the current raid? Mythic Sepulchre of the first ones and to be carried. Right? I don't expect like a noob like me to be able to do that. However... If you sit there and go, okay, we have a different set of rewards and like these are things you can only get here and you make it, you know, you, you, you 
communicate to me that it is somewhat achievable if I try. You know, I may not get it, but I have a as good of a shot as anybody else to get it. Yeah, we'll give it I'll give it a whirl. But this it's it's this is stuff that only to me and so let me ask you this, Seth. Sure. Do you consider yourself part of like the 1% of the Destiny population that is the end game hardcore Destiny player? Uh, imposter syndrome says no, but numerically, yes, I am in that category. Okay. Have you soloed, uh, flawless every dungeon in the game? Uh, not yet, but only because I've been super busy, but whenever I have sat down and tried to do it, yeah, it's been pretty easy. Okay. So have you soloed every dungeon in the game? I've soloed every dungeon. Okay. Yeah. You've done every, how many times have you gilded your conqueror title? Uh, every time coming. Yeah. Every, every single time. time. Okay. So yeah, numerically you are in this 1%. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. Based off TWAP, based off what they're saying here, these rewards are only for the 1%. And I'm not saying to cater to casuals, but it's like, if you don't care about stat armor or stat-focused armor, why? Like, why would you not just do normal mode over... Well, yeah, but I mean, Master Mode is not for the quote-unquote casual Destiny player. I know, I know. I guess what I'm trying to say is, based off their track record, where, and and the reason I'm going back to D1, you're D1 Andy, shut up, yes, we we played D1, but this this is their history, so we have to look back, right? When Hard Mode had unique rewards to Hard Mode, that were still I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. They weren't shoehorned, right? So it was unique armor. And granted, stat focused armor is unique. Yes, I, I understand that. But like visually, it was unique armor or it was the ornament you could sure. only get in the math in the hard mode. Sure. Here it's like, okay, so you can only get stuff for build crafting and you know do you, do you, am am i making sense or should i word it differently do you, like do you get what i'm saying is it's you're like you're making sense but it's not worded, to me right? i mean there's that but to me like i will take the um i'll take the higher stat armor over the cosmetic right. because the cosmetics look cool but i mean i more or less know how i want my armor to look right that's fair um I'll take the higher stat. Especially I, if I am going to be in this end game kind of activity, yeah. right? I guess. Oh, okay. I think I figured it out. You said it was, it, they created their own barrier to entry, right? Sure. And you said everyone should have the ability to try, but not necessarily be able to, not everyone should be able to complete it, right? More or less, yeah. Yeah, I could probably phrase that better, but that is, yeah. Otherwise, basically, like, your basically, end game you're saying, muddied. yeah, basically, you're saying everyone should have the ability to attempt, but not everyone deserves more or less to get the rewards if they don't finish, if they don't complete the activity. I think there should be a distinct end game. I think there yeah. should be an actual mountaintop. Ha 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 ha. So what what I I guess what I'm trying to to boil down to and then we'll wrap up because we've been going for longer than I thought. It's those damn maps. It's all the waiting we had to do. Ha ha ha. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I guess what I'm saying is is for someone like me who enjoys raiding. When when you know I I see master mode. I have you know memories of of adept weapons of. of you know, special shaders, all that, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. The barrier to entry is one: the fact that the master mode doesn't give you hard mode weapons. Like that's the first. Yeah, unless thing. you do the challenge. Itself, yeah, right? yeah. Unless you do, unless you do the challenge. Like stat focused armor. It, it, I sh- I shouldn't have used that as as the pure example because, yeah, stat focused armor even as a semi casual. Or, you know, as, as, as a mainly casual, I like stat-focused armor because you tell me what stats to put on my armor and it makes me go zoomy and I go mm-hmm. fast, right? So, like, 
that I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but what I'm saying is when I read the list of rewards, the only difference between normal mode and master mode is stat focus armor. And if you do the challenge, you get an adept weapon, which to your point, the crafted version is probably going to be better. Mm -hmm. So the enticement to try and to do the master raid, especially knowing how ball busting it is. The incentive to try it isn't there. And I think that's what's missing. That's that's what I was trying to say. It's not necessarily the fact that it's only stat focused armor, but it's Mm -hmm. when you read right above it, normal mode challenges rewards double loot for the encounter which gives you another chance to get a red border to craft the version of the weapon, right? And stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's no, besides the challenge mode weapon, you know, and the stat focus, there's no, like, distinction to the reward and in a game that's focused on loot. I feel like that's one of the barriers to entry. It's, it's, it's not enticing enough to want to try this difficult content. That's my point, if that makes sense. Uh, it makes sense. And honestly, I think that's kind of by design. You think they want to, like, pseudo-gatekeep their pinnacle content? <laughs> uh, no, I think it's kind of like a weeder course in college. Oh, to fish out the, the real one percenters and then the, the, the scrubs that get strikes. Oh, I might not have picked those words, but yeah. <laughs> I think that it is literally by design. Yeah, okay. I mean, it probably is. It could be, right? You know, and if that's the case, and, and this is what they just continue to do going forward, then it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing, and we could, we'll could we talk about this on another episode, maybe in the future, as it becomes more apparent that you touched on, which is really important, is power creep. Yeah. Uh, that is also like a a thing that almost everyone in the game has a problem with right now. It's become very evident, yes. And the master mode only exacerbates that. It's just like, oh, go grind more, more, more. Make number big. Bing, bing, wahoo. Open box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's basically everything. I didn't think we were going to go for this long. So if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure to rate us on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Uh, Zeph, do you have anything you want to touch on before we wrap up for the day? No, that'll about do it. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a fantastic weekend. We hope you enjoy everything you're playing and doing. Stay healthy. All that fun stuff. Zeph, thank you so much for joining me as always. Peace. And until next time, fly safe, guardian. <laughs>